0: So this weekend we celebrate the Solemnity of the Body and Blood of Christ, or Corpus Christi. Uh, This celebration is a a bit of a late addition to the church's calendar and became popular after the Reformation and Counter-Reformation. And it was usually celebrated with a procession, and still is in many places with the people of a town or village walking together in celebration of their unity as a Eucharistic people. Parades have always been good for helping to reinforce a people's identity. And while we don't have that kind of particular Eucharistic procession around here, generally speaking, I do want to point out that at every Mass we have a Eucharistic procession. When we all process forward to the altar, bringing everything we have and everything that we are and receiving the Lord. It does seem a little redundant to devote a feast day to something that we do every Sunday. Remember, though, that when this day was established, frequent reception of the Eucharist was really unheard of it's easy for us to take the sacrament for granted since it's available to us weekly even daily but for much of our history most people received communion only once a year there may be some people here who remember those days or maybe not (laughs) but even though we have the privilege of receiving the eucharist frequently This solemnity provides an opportunity to think about what it is we're doing and what we are receiving. And this is a very complex thing, a sacrament that creates in us the very thing that it is, the body of Christ. When we receive it, we become the body of Christ. And the reality of that is hard to measure, but notice those plural pronouns when we receive the Eucharist we become the body of Christ together together we become something greater and different from what we are alone in a very real way the Eucharist is what makes us church it's one of the ways that Christ has chosen to remain present in the world so time for a pop quiz (laughs) what are The four ways that Christ is really present to us when we gather for worship. Anybody? Nice and loud. When the scriptures are proclaimed and preached, that's one. Okay. Okay, when we receive the body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist, that's two. Yes, in the gathered community. You've done this before, I can tell. And one more. Thank you, Billy. Yes, in when the priest is acting in persona Christi during Mass. So those are the four critical elements of the Mass, community, presider, word, and sacrament. And so today the Church focuses particularly on sacrament. And it's really important for us to remember that the Eucharist is not a reward. We're not worthy to receive the Eucharist because we're without sin or because we believe the right things or because we've checked the boxes on some list. Pope Francis pointedly reminds us when he says, the Eucharist, although it is the fullness of sacramental life, is not a prize for the perfect, but a powerful medicine and nourishment for the weak. We humbly approach the altar to receive the Lord not because we are strong, but because we are weak. And I hope it goes without saying that withholding the Eucharist should never be used as a punishment or as any kind of coercion. We believe that Christ is really present in the Eucharist, not just represented and not just symbolically present, but really present. Our senses don't detect any change in the bread and the wine, but we believe that they are transformed, not in a way that is less than physical, but that is more than physical. We believe that there's more to reality than what our limited senses can perceive, and the body of Christ is more than physically present. The Lord himself is here, and so participating in that should inspire us to reverence, joy, Repentance and awe. Our Eucharistic theology is a very complex thing, and it involves a whole constellation of theological ideas like sacrifice, salvation, our Christology, who we believe Christ is, ecclesiology, our theology of church, and lots more. And so it seems a little odd that the gospel for today is the feeding of 5,000 from Luke's gospel, and not one of the institution narratives from the Last Supper. This gospel is kind of a precursor to the actual establishment of the Eucharist. And by choosing it for today, the church is emphasizing Eucharist as the source and nourishment for the Christian mission. The miraculously given response of Jesus to all of our hungers. In in response to our hunger for love and forgiveness, it shows Jesus himself present to us. When we hunger for belonging and community, the Eucharist makes us one in the body of Christ. When we hunger for justice and compassion, the Eucharist draws us out into active discipleship. It creates in us something larger and better than ourselves, and it impels us towards mission. Not for nothing does Jesus tell his disciples, feed them yourselves. Even when he miraculously multiplies the loaves and the fish, he gives them to his disciples to distribute to the crowd. That's important for us to remember as we receive the body and blood of Christ today. We know it's real because we know how it creates in us something larger and better than ourselves alone. We know Christ is really present because we are drawn together to celebrate in word and in sacrament. And we know Christ is really present because we feel his call to compassion and to service.